Thank you all for joining us for another wonderful FBS Fireside program. The radio program designed to bring men to life by bringing life to men. I'm your host, Jaworski Vance, along with my amazing co-host, Tally Gaynor. Tally, how are you doing today, brother? Oh, man, I'm doing super duper excited for today's show. We're going to continue to fight the fight on behalf of our men to take back their rightful place on the throne. Amen. And as we continue our series on It Takes a King to Raise a King, we're going to dig a little deeper today and go into uh, some issues concerning race and racial reconciliation, because fathers, brothers and sons is largely about social problems derived from fatherlessness and racial reconciliation. So today we will be talking about the unique challenges that black fathers face and raising their families. And because we're going to be talking about a very deep, difficult subject today, Tally, please open us up with a prayer. Amen. Well, Father God, we just thank you for right now. We thank you for today. We thank you for this open space in which we will proclaim your glory and we will fight the good fight of faith on behalf of our men, uh, our fathers, our brothers and our sons on this show today. God, we thank you even now that you called us to have unity in the spirit through the bond of peace. You know, it says how good it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. So on this show, God, today, we're going to glorify you and we're going to promote your goodness and your glory and your power and unity amongst all of our men. So we thank you for this. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, brother, for doing that. Tally, some of the statistics about fatherlessness in the black community is just really alarming. Uh, There are statistics that say 50% of children are living in homes absent of their fathers. Do you have any idea why this is so? Man, I, I mean, when you said that immediately, uh, being an educator, I jumped to the statistics and said, do you know that over 50% of our black males are, are struggling to graduate from high school? I mean, when you talk about the systemic uh, connections between the lack of fatherhood in the home and a lack of um, a young men who are becoming illiterate in our nation, you just begin to see where it says where a lack of knowledge or people will perish. And so I see how the black male has been struggling over the generations to rightfully claim his place as a leader uh, and a priest of his home. And I think the challenges stem from um, generational uh, divisions and devices that is called the devaluation of the black male. Yeah, I'll definitely second that motion. Being from Mississippi, of course, I've had some really uh, varied experiences with race and having had a father who committed suicide early in life. I grew up with a lot of hate in my heart. Uh, and hate will attach itself to anything. And being from Mississippi, it attached itself to racism. And so, so, but as a young person, I was able to see just what you described. There's a, a lot of oppression. There's been a lot of systemic uh, things in place to prevent black men from realizing just how powerful they are when they walk with God and realizing just how important it is for them to be a part of their children's lives and their families' lives. Yeah. And, you know, what's so important about that conversation is, is that I think we mentioned it in our first couple of shows about the identity crisis, because the Bible reminds us, it says a good name is worth more than gold and silver. 
And so when a black male begins to this uh, devalue or not understand their true identity or the world itself begins to devalue them in some type of position, uh, then all of a sudden they find themselves comparing themselves to gold and silver when there is no comparison. We're much more than just a black life that matters. We're a black male life that has value and worth, and we have to continue to fight for that uh, messaging and encouragement for our young men. Black Lives Matter, this doesn't sit right with me. It just doesn't seem to be concise or precise enough. And shortly after that, I realized what it was. And, and that was, in my opinion, uh, the people that were primarily being killed by police, police brutality were black males. And so it just seems to me that saying something about black male lives seems to be kind of taboo. And then when you think about it holistically, even going back to the deepest, darkest history of the country, a large part of the oppressive way that slavery was managed was through oppressing and taking the breath and freedom of expression away from the strongest black male on the plantation. And once that happened, all of the other black slaves will fall in line. I see a lot of those same similarities happening today. Yeah. And like I said, at this point, uh, it's generational. Uh, I would say this, to be honest with you, um, you have uh, copper, you have different elements. And like I said, I'm saying this for those out in the world to understand this. Uh, there's a thing that's called an alloy, and it's a combination of two metals. And the truth is that that alloy is not the pure uh, metal is originated. It is now watered down and it's something else that's used almost as a substitute. And I think when you look at the black male and what we're trying to say is, is that this black male life has standalone value that should be recognized. It should be honored and it should be put in its rightful place uh, so it can be, it can have its highest and best use. And I think that's kind of why we have to continue to encourage this conversation. Definitely. For the guys out there, for the men out there who are feeling like they're being held down and suppressed, I think this song will help you understand that you do have a voice and I hope you feel the love on this radio station for all of you, all men, black, white, green, or purple. We love you all and that you all have a voice and we want to help you be that voice. Again, FBS Fireside, the place where we bring men to life by bringing life to men. And enjoy this song called Roar by Katy Perry. I used to bite my tongue and hold my breath. Scared to rock the boat and make a mess. So I said quietly, agreed politely. I guess that I forgot I had a choice. I let you push me past the breaking point. I stood for nothing. So I fell for everything. You held me down, but I got up. Already brushing off. back you know when i think about the word that song roar and it's so it was so unique because when i started reading some of the lyrics and i'm like man 
it doesn't seem right that a woman singing this song, but you know what? Uh, it brought up a good point because uh, the black male still needs uh, women. We need our women to continue to recognize the roar in our men. And so that they can continue to be as strong as they can. And it has to go beyond the football field and the basketball court or the, or the studio where that rapper's at. We got to begin to encourage, encourage them at the dinner table to roar, uh, roar in the boardroom. Roar, you know, in a situation where you want them to take the lead and not just to entertain. Right. And I would also say uh, the men have to do, we definitely have to do a better job individually in the midst of systemic issues. Let me, let me provide more clarity. We have an individual responsibility to make sure that we temper our roar in a way that manages all of the stresses we have to face. And that's difficult to do, especially as a black male, when you don't have enough support, you don't always have people who are going to going to feed you the type of wisdom, love, grace and encouragement you need to temper uh, the roar that's welling up the fire that's welling up inside of you. That's no easy task. You know, Tyler, we have this uh, peaceful warrior protocol that you and I work on and, and it's helped me a lot. And I'm really thankful for you helping me to do that. You know, and I just pray that the men that are listening also surrender more of themselves to God so that they too can know how to temper the roar that's inside of them. Yeah, man. I, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, for us, simple stuff. I mean, he, the Bible says he used a simple thing to confound the wise. And I think um, we live in a very highly technological intellectual society now, but I tell you, man, the, the power we've gotten from our garden, right? The place where God put us in the beginning, uh, we're, we're encouraging men to find that place of solace where they can tap into a supernatural, uh, if you will, solar power that comes to us. When I know for me, when I'm in my garden or just knowing that I have created a garden, right? Where things are growing, it brings me such gratitude and it, 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 it creates value in my life and it allows me to roar from the inside, right? I don't have to always roar on the outside. I feel very powerful even when I've lost my job. And when I lost my job about a year and a half ago, uh, God led me back to the garden. And here it is. Six months later, I got people uh, knocking on my door and validating me for the vegetables that was grown in a place that really was very painful me, for me at the time because of unemployment. But it became a very powerful place of moving forward. Right. When I, he I heard you say that, the first thing came to mind was be still and know that I am God. Unfortunately, for people who've always had to deal with traumatic situations and systemic racism and just uh, an ongoing culture of what's next, uh, trying to make things happen, you don't always have an opportunity to be still. But I want to encourage the listeners out there and all the men that you know, it's very, very, very important to take some time to just be still so that you may be able to hear from God. Surrender your soul, surrender your spirit to God so that the little boy that's inside of you and the king that's trying to emerge can do it in a way that pleases God. And with that in mind, we want to walk into our next song. And it's an amazing song by Hillsong uh, United. One of my favorite songs is called I Surrender. Here I am, down on my knees. 
is a gift Surrendering all Surrendering all And we're back. You know, I agree, man. Uh, when I think about I surrender, you know, when you say that be still, it's amazing when when you're in a situation where you have to surrender, it doesn't mean you keep moving forward. It means you pause for the cause and you acknowledge the authority. Right. And so when we surrender. We're really stopping to acknowledge uh, the godly authority that has been placed over our life. And in doing that, right, we're able to be repositioned, right, to be put on trial, if you will, because oftentimes when we surrender is to remind us who we really are. Right. It, we're reminded of our rights and our responsibilities. And, and I think for us as, as black males, and I'll say this as a black male myself, I thank God for the times that I've had to surrender and recognize who my who my true authority is. It's not the world. It's not these devices that come against me. It is the King of King and the Lord of Lords. And so we as black males have to surrender to sometimes recognize uh, who we are and who we really serve. Indeed. You know, when you said that, one of the things that I heard too was uh, believers surrendering as a whole to God's word and our responsibility. He says, stop doing wrong, learn to do right, take up the cause of the fatherless, plead the case of the widow, defend the oppressed. And I don't know, just to me, a lot of that sounds like uh, black families. And I, I would encourage all of our white brothers, Korean brothers, Asian brothers to uh, take up that cross to bear and show more empathy and compassion to your fellow man because of, you know, the rough history that we know black men have had to face. And black men, individualistically, we assume more surrender in our lives. We will be much more prepared, better prepared to fight a nonviolent fight, a nonviolent resistance, the good fight, okay? Mm, and, you know, when you say that, I, I think for me, as a black male, beyond having two sons that are black males and having a family uh, in a neighborhood that's very mixed and very culturally diverse, I think that it's very important for us to continue to establish um, our identity. We have to get past this identity crisis. We got to move into a place of uh, cultural competency where well, we accept our, our core role as a subculture in America or in this society that has power and it has worth. Uh, that is my messaging uh, to, to those that's out there to begin to not just say my life matters. I need you to begin to acknowledge the value and worth that your life has as a black male so that you can begin to cash in that value to get from the world what you deserve which is all of the things that you have been granted granted by the father. So I'm really important. It's really important that we, we reestablish our value and worth in the world beyond uh, worldly entertainment, if you will. Yeah. Value and worth is the key. It just reminds me of what uh, God told Joshua as they were crossing the river Jordan. He said, be strong and courageous mm -hmm. as we were getting ready to walk into the land, the promised land. God said, be strong and courageous because there are going to be some giants there that you have to face. There are going to be some battles that you have to overcome. There's going to be a fight. 
Okay. And for black men, white men, any man that has a, a wife and children and a family and seed and legacy, we have a responsibility to fight for them to be able to experience the love of God in ways that we've experienced as individuals. And you have to fight for that space. You know, because you have so many different things vying for your attention these days, whether it's something on the Internet, whether it's politics, whether it's your job, whether it's uh, your hobbies, there are always something pulling you in a direction other than the identity that God wants you to walk in. Mm, very, very good. And I do agree. I think that when we recognize the fight that we're in, and like I said, it's not against, the Bible says we war not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places. You know, right. when we say the word race, racial reconciliation or racial injustice, we're not attacking a color of people. We're not saying white people are the ones. We're just saying that we're attacking some principalities and some spiritual wickedness in high places that has tried to infiltrate and attack um uh, genders and races of people to take them out of their power position, you know, their position of power. So we're here trying to just reassert our, our authority as kings and priests of our home, and we're calling black males to the table. We're asking uh, the black female or the white female or whatever female may be in society, we're asking you to, to validate and encourage the roar of our black male because in the Lion Kingdom, the reality of it is, the roar is not a roar of, of, a, of attack, it's the roar of presence and the roar of power. And we're just trying to say that a black male has the ability to be present and be powerful in this society. And Tally, I thank you so much for being so present and so powerful on this show because it's a way for us to fight for the men out there. Lord, we thank you so much for the show. We thank you for our listeners. We ask that you bless them, give them a new bravado of strength and courage in your spirit. Help them to be the men that you have called them to be. It's in Jesus' name we pray. We're going to close the, day, the show today with a song by Molly Music called Fight For You. See you next week, everyone. I know they see you when they want you. I know they see you when they want to Make you who they want you to be I know that life is trying to get you I know that life is calling out to you by your name But don't listen, resist it, keep running Don't you stop for nothing, just keep kicking Remember where you came from Don't forget what you already know What you got is amazing, hold that Don't you let it go You hold the light, you hold the light